hello 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 so i hope you guys are good so thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i hope you are going to enjoy this episode so i just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has signed up for the female fat loss program that is starting on the 27th it sold out within 24 to 36 hours and I had to open up more spots, which is a first world problem. And I'm absolutely over the moon that it's gone so well. So I'll be probably launching another one in July. So keep an eye out up on my stories for that. Um, so today's episode is, I haven't done one earlier in the week because I had to, my priority at the minute was getting my current client sorted. And then my priority was also getting presentation ready for my talk with the fitness wellness summit in july which will be super exciting so i'm going to be talking on building an online business what you need to know and it's going to be very out of my comfort zone because i'm used to hiding behind a microphone this time i'll have a microphone in my hand so it won't be too dissimilar but it's still, we all we all are all afraid of public speaking so i'm really looking forward to it and it's in the aviva stadium in dublin which is pretty cool as well so i'm really excited for that so today's episode is a little bit different and what I mean by that is kind of a few random notes are written in front of me. So one of the things I'm going to talk about is six strategies for successful weight loss. Okay, so there are hundreds and hundreds of fad diets, weight loss programs, and a lot of scams, and a lot of quick promises, and easy weight loss. And we know weight loss isn't easy. We know, and we had Orla Walsh on, Orla Walsh kind of spoke about it and said, like, nutrition is easy, but it's not easy to practice. Like the information is easy and people get too bogged down in the nitty gritty and don't spend enough time on looking at their behavior change and the settings and emotional regulation, all that kind of stuff. The foundation of a successful weight loss remains a healthy calorie controlled diet with some increased physical activity. If you are someone who has never gone done anything or is looking to start a couch to 5k well that's going to be more than you're currently doing so it will be an increase to what you're currently doing in order for someone and i will say this as a caveat anyone can lose weight loss quickly but not everyone can keep it off so when people say that diets don't work and diets do work but it's generally the behaviors and the outcomes and the habits and stuff that people have that are the bits that drop them back into their former selves or their realities and stuff like that. They go, we go so, we go so restrictive. We go so quickly. We go hell for leather. And we, when we get there, we're kind of like, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to handle it. And a lot of the questions that are coming in over the last little while are what's, what's maintenance? How do I get there? And a lot of the clients that I'm working with at the minute, are at maintenance phases they've been with me for a while and we've been working at maintenance phase because the goal can't always be weight loss and i saw an amazing post by one of the team over in lane norton um over in bio lane and they said it's a fat loss phase fat loss isn't forever or something along those lines so it's, it should be a fat loss phase a phase means temporary it means a short-term expectation and a short-term reality shouldn't be weight loss and fat loss shouldn't be forever that shouldn't always be the goal if it was the goal we would never we wouldn't exist if it was always the goal at some point we need to be able to say right and take a step back and say right let's adjust the goal let's try and set a maintenance and see what habits and behaviors i've learned along the way and implement those and make sure that they're staying the same way when someone comes to me and says well i've lost 20 kilos and i was successful but I'm, i put back on 30 without sounding like an ass it's like that wasn't successful you lost 20 kilos but you're up 10 
that's through no fault of your own. The education system wasn't provided to you, but it wasn't successful weight loss for you. It wasn't a successful weight loss journey for you. The outcome or the method that wasn't correct for you at that time, the behaviors, the habits and stuff, the emotional regulation, that side of things, the emotional attachment to food, that wasn't looked at, that wasn't dug into enough. So how do we make permanent changes? And we need to kind of look at the, the following six strategies for, for weight loss success. And the first one is making sure that you're actually ready. And like long-term weight loss takes time, takes effort. And a lot of people don't like that. And a long-term commitment. So if you think about your college degree, it takes you three or four years to get that. But you know you've signed up to three or four years. You know when you're saving for your mortgage, it doesn't take two weeks or three weeks in order to get it. What it does take is continuous effort, continuous savings, and then you get your goal. It's the exact same with weight loss. We can, we all want quick fixes. We all want this quick reality, but it's not reality. It's it's almost an expectation on ourselves. Well, you actually don't have to put off kind of weight loss indefinitely. You should make sure they're actually ready to kind of make those permanent changes and healthy habits. But so I know what someone's going to say is, well, what, there's never going to be a perfect time. I would tend to agree there's never going to be a perfect time. If you look at every other time that you've tried to lose weight or tried to put on muscle and you're waiting for this perfect time to arrive, it's never really happened. And if you look at the, the model of motivation, motivation generally comes from action. So most people think that it's kind of like motivation, then action. But in reality, it's actually action, then motivation in that process, in that sequence. But there's kind of a, you can argue both sides on this. And in order to really actually have an opinion on something, you need to be able to argue both sides. There's never going to be a perfect time to, to start a weight loss journey. There's never going to be a perfect time to start a fitness journey. There's never going to be a start perfect time to put yourself out there for a relationship. There's never going to be a perfect time to start saving money. The best time that you have right now is now. But there will there may be better times in order to start doing it. It's not the perfect time, but there may be better times for doing that. So you probably need to ask yourself some of the following questions in order to kind of determine your actual readiness for this. Am I motivated to lose weight? Am I motivated to change my habits? Am I too distracted by other pressures? Is work really busy? Have the kids got loads of stuff on? Have I got loads of holidays coming up? Am I using food as a coping mechanism for stress? Am I using food as a coping mechanism for my emotions? Am I using other tools or other mechanisms in order to deal with my stress? Do I need to get support to help with my mental health? Am I actually willing to change and create my new habits? Am I willing to change my activity habits and get that little bit more walks in? And then do I have the time that I'm able to give to spend time on making these changes? If you are someone who is struggling with mental health, I really hope that you're getting the help that you deserve and need. It's not easy. From someone who has suffered from mental health issues, that myself, it's not easy. And when you're in there, you don't want to come out. Like it's really hard to explain. And I think that's what one of the biggest things I've realized over the definitely the last kind of like two and a half years with kind of like the COVID kind of bubble and what we're ever talking about is that a lot of people have struggled and they've gone back into habits that have been there for a while. It's not that they're old habits because old would mean they're gone, but They've gone back into habits of using X. They didn't know what to do. They didn't weren't clear on what they were doing. They were just exercising for the sake of it. They were going for alcohol, drugs, whatever it may be, as a coping mechanism rather than learning how to. We, we, most of us haven't been taught how to actually deal with our emotions. 
and if you want to go and listen to an episode on that i will listen to the episode with josh Connolly on that side of things most of, most of us haven't been taught how to deal with any of that stuff you need to look at like are you actually ready in order to put concerted effort in the people that come to me that are potentially ready go they go 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 those who potentially need that little bit more of a push or a little bit more of a tweak whether a busy period to work, it's about setting that expectation with the client and saying, right, let's adjust things for now. Right, you've got a deadline. Gwen is the perfect example, one of the clients that was on the podcast. Gwen's been amazing. We went to a maintenance phase for her when she had a very stressful deadline with work. She had an audit at work and we went to a maintenance phase, which was the goal wasn't to lose weight, the goal wasn't to gain weight. It was about getting regular meals in and going for walks just for mental health and managing sleep. That was the main goals for her. So we set expectations at that point. This is the goal. It will fluctuate, it will fluctuate. If it if you're getting your walks in, you'll feel better. That's the expectation. It's about setting that expectation versus the reality of what potentially the client is looking for. If the client is always looking for that weight loss element of it, it's not going to aid them that they always think that they need to be losing weight every single week but then you have to look at well are your actual actions matching your expectations and more often than not the clients that get frustrated are the clients that actions aren't matching the expectations due to not having the coping mechanisms not wanting to get uncomfortable and that's the hardest part to watch sometimes with clients is they don't want to get uncomfortable sometimes they they something happens in their life and it pulls them left, right and centre and they don't know how to deal with it. They haven't got the tools in their arsenal to deal with it. And it's important to be able to say, right, here's a service for you for a mental health provider. It's about kind of looking in and trying to communicate with them. But sometimes you might find that your client ends up ghosting you. And I know I've had I've ghosted a coach before. I'm not proud of it, but I wasn't I wasn't ready in my head internally. And I'm not proud of it. I'll put my hands up to it. But if you're ghosting a coach if you're ghosting someone when you're in a relationship or whatever it may be or ghosting when you're starting to date there's something else going on there's something internally going on and digging into it so you need to properly dig into it is there ever going to be a perfect time to start doing weight loss i would say there's not going to be a perfect time are there better times yes there's definitely better times but i would say looking at asking those questions am i motivated to lose weight am i too distracted by other pressures is there loads of stuff going on? Do I use food as a coping mechanism to deal with stress? Am I an emotional eater? Do I need other support? Am I willing to change my habits? Am I willing to change my activity habits? Looking at those and asking those small little questions for yourself could save you a lot of heartache. And any good coach will be able to dig through those little questions with you and set the expectations versus reality. Because I think that's a big issue when I've had from when I first started with clients to where to where the level of coaching I hope to have been offering now is that managing expectations is a lot better. It's very difficult to manage expectations when clients can go quiet, but then you also have to allow the client to go off and try and figure this out for themselves. Not every client is going to, not any every individual is going to want to talk about their feelings. Not every individual is going to want to talk. So it's about coming up with different tactics and saying, right, can we jump on a call? Can we, what would you like to achieve this week? Setting small breakables, making small, measurable, achievable, realistic timing goals, so smart goals along the way. Is there a perfect time? I probably wouldn't agree there's a perfect time. Is there a better time to start? Yes. Is there a worse time to start? Yes. Then we need to look at the, you've probably heard me harping on about this an awful lot, which is finding your your inner motivation or your why. So, So, 
no one else can make you lose weight and i know this is a hard thing to hear sometimes is when family and friends and stuff and they're worried about you and you're putting on a bit of weight or you're losing a lot of weight or whatever it may be you have to want to make the changes no one else can force you to make the changes everyone's going to have an opinion opinions are like ourselves every single one has one but you have to look at well what's what's actually going to give you that burning desire to go for that walk in the morning what's going to give you that burning desire to go to the gym when you don't feel like it what's going to give you that burning desire to do some meal prep what's going to give you that burning desire not to press the fuck up button you need to look at like what what are you truly what are your truly what are your true values make a list of what's actually important to you to help you stay focused and motivated whether it's an upcoming holiday or better overall health look at what's important to you right now bring an emotional attachment to that then find a way to make sure that you can call your on that motivational factor during moments of temptation. Uh, like weight loss isn't about willpower. Motiv- uh, weight loss or any fitness goal or whatever it may be isn't about motivation. If life was about motivation, you wouldn't go to work on the days that you don't feel like it. You still go, but you know what your why is. You're clear on your why. If you don't go to work, you're not getting paid. If you don't get paid, you can't keep the roof over your head so your, your kids can't get fed. So there's your why. If you're someone who's clear on their why, will there be days you don't want to do things? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's days I don't want to go for the walk. There's days I don't want to go training. But the biggest thing that helps me is I will have my shoes at the front door so that I will go, right, let's put on my shoes and see how we go. In order for a habit to really evolve, you need to have something that takes less than two minutes of effort in order for it to really stick. Putting on your shoes takes takes very small time unless you're like me you struggle to tie the laces um so you need to look at can you put your kit bag at the front door can you just put your gym gear on can you just fill up your water bottle can you just put your headphones in can you have your shoes in the, the car on the way from the office get into your gym gear on the way back you might want to potentially look at writing at a kind of like a, an encouraging note to yourself maybe put it somewhere you see it every day on your mirror i know my brother does that he's he has, he has been an athlete at a fairly decent level and he had a quote uh, up on his mirror and he wrote it up on the mirror destroyed the mirror but he wrote it up on the mirror and it really helped him on days that he was lower didn't want to do anything You do have to ultimately take control of your responsibility for your behavior for successful weight loss. Weight loss isn't easy. It helps if you have support. And I think that's a massive factor in this. And it has to be support that's constructive to you, that's conducive to you, to your goal. Pick people in your circle that will encourage you without shame, without embarrassment, without sabotage. If you were to look at your inner circle right now, do you have an inner circle? If you were to look at your family, your friends right now, who could you talk about this? If you're taking weight loss advice or diet advice of someone who has struggled with weight loss all their life, that's like going to a doctor for legal advice. That's not going to help you because they're going to push their insecurities onto you and that's not fair on you and that's not fair on them. So you need to look at who are you getting support from? Who are you getting accountability from? Make yourself accountable that if you don't go for your walk, well, then you put money into charity. Find people who will listen to your concerns and feelings. Find a group that will able to be, you'll be able to share. Find a person that you'll be able to listen to and spend time exercising or creating healthy recipes or whatever it may be. 
if you enjoy cooking maybe do a little bit of batch cooking on one of the days and that sets you up for the week if you're someone who enjoys walking get a get, get a buddy to help you and come you come along with you if you enjoy classes i know one of my clients has got back into kind of doing boxing and she brings her husband and it's their thing that's that, that's their time together because they, they have a very busy life your support group could also offer you accountability you do need to be accountable to yourself i think a lot of people do forget but you can also offer accountability from the group and take that from the group and this can be a strong motivation for sticking to your weight loss goals but if you prefer to keep your weight loss goals private that's okay too but you need to keep yourself accountable to yourself and it's not about saying i need to lose x amount in this time or else i've completely failed it's about kind of keeping yourself accountable by potentially right have i gone for my three workouts this week have i gone for my walks this week have i had my three regular meals a day bring it back have i got my sleep to seven to nine hours small achievable things that you can take off on a daily basis write out a list what you want to achieve one of the things that i'm working on one of the a couple of the clients at the minute is and they have a very busy life and they're finishing up their teachers and they're finishing up on skill term in the, in the next week or so and it's been a little bit manic and one of the things that we've asked them to do and i've asked them to do is saying what do i need to do for myself today what can i do for myself today it takes that motivation away from it it asks that simple question and more often than not it's either talking to their partner and more often than not it's potentially going for a walk with the dogs more often than not it's playing with their kids ask yourself what can you do for yourself today it makes that question a little bit more accountable to yourself and digs into your why that little bit more and it helps you that, that little bit more as well the next thing that I'm going to talk about is in relation to set, setting realistic goals. When most people start out on a weight loss journey, they kind of get bogged down in that the scales is the only metric of success. It, it's not. Like, it's it's not. And it's important to kind of set re- realistic weight loss goals. Um, but I don't think many know what realistic actually means. So generally there's a recommendation of losing about kind of like half a pound to a pound a week is generally a recommendation. It could be more one to two pounds depending on where you're reading it from. But that can be too aggressive for some people. So half a pound to a pound is generally a slower rate. But if you are slower at losing weight, you may have a little bit more uh, consistency. You won't go as aggressive. And there will be times where you can go aggressive with your diet. There'll be times you need to ease off on it. There's times that you need to go to maintenance. There's no perfect number of whatever you're doing. But if you look at when you set, if you, perfect example is my fitness pal. If you open up my fitness pal right now, I would be surprised if you haven't got on it two pounds of weight loss. You haven't entered in on it when you set it up at two pounds of weight loss a week. I compare two pounds of weight loss a week if you haven't got your emotional issues looked at, if you haven't got your habits, your behaviors, your sleep, your stress, all that kind of stuff under control as like building a house on a foundation of matchsticks it's not going to aid you in any way so why not set an actual realistic goal and look at non-scale victories and there's an episode on non-scale victories which i highly recommend to listen to but why not try and focus on the process rather than pure outcome so ask yourself well what do i need to do this week in order to get to my goal right you may not be able to control you can't completely control your weight loss journey anyway how fast, how much, where you lose is all out of your control. 
setting realistic expectations to like right what do i need to do this week that will help me towards my direction right i'm going to go for three three workouts i'm going to go for a, a short walk each day and i'm going to go to bed at 10 p.m after love island there's your goals but if someone comes to me and say, right, I want to lose 10 kg in six weeks, I'm kind of like, no. And that was one of the things that kind of came in with the, the new program. The new program that I have isn't a quick fix fat loss program. It's about educating people. It's about educating, providing a resource where people can be accountable to themselves, have a support group around them and be able to get to their goal. But if they're expecting 10 kg in six weeks, it's not going to happen. That's not what I'm about. It's not about restrictiveness. When you're setting goals, think about process and outcome goals. Walk every walk 30 minutes a day is an example. Losing 10 pounds is an example of an outcome goal. It isn't essential to have an outcome goal, but you should be more process oriented in what you're trying to do. So it's important to set realistic expectations for weight loss. And some of the main points that kind of like come up an awful lot are you can't completely control your weight loss journey. You can't control the scales. You can't control the weather. You can't control the stock market. But you have to aim to work to control what you actually can. You can control on what you put into your mouth. You can control your daily activities. You can control your enjoyment. You can control um, getting to bed. You can control putting down your phone. You can control setting a modest weight goal to start. I would tend to not put a time frame on the go if I'm being 100% honest because I think if you don't hit it at that time and normally the expectations versus reality aren't aligned at all. The expectation is that 10 kg in six weeks, for example, but you may not have the tools in your arsenal right now to get there or to even keep it off. But And if you don't get there, you'll feel like a failure. You'll feel shameful. You'll feel guilty. You'll feel, you won't feel amazing, let's just say. I would probably say look and make it more outcome based or probably process based rather than outcome based. Stop trying to lose body weight from certain areas. No amount of crunches or sit ups is going to get you abs. Like that's a fact. Like I got a message or a question yesterday about how can I tone my, my glutes and my thighs in two weeks. And I had to be blunt. Like toning means building muscle. And we that's the thing of the the expectation was to do that taking building muscle is unsexy it's a process it takes a lot of time the important thing is like a diet doesn't necessarily mean that you have to and i asked this one to one of the clients recently she's come from kind of a very restrictive mindset with food and we've worked on an awful lot and she kind of messaged me during the week about kind of counting calories and i was like as you start talking about oh, like can we diet i'm like well we're technically on a diet already because we have been losing measurements every single week and like she looks amazing um like incredible like amazing genetics um and she's like oh i didn't realize we we're on a diet i was like yeah we're on a diet but your definition of a diet is suffering and miser- is being deprived and being miserable that's not what a diet means a diet to me definition wise means way of life yes there will be times where you need to probably weigh up uh, pardon the word but you need to weigh up right is this aligning with my goal or am i is this aligning with what i actually want to do by having a social life there's times where you do need to do that if you are potentially you can't have your cake and eat it um 
all the time. There'll be times where you need to potentially say yes or no. And that's when you are clear on your why, setting realistic goals. Like progress will be up and down. Like if you're if you're looking at it from a point of view of the scales always going down and being the only goal for you and the only measurable achievement or a measurable target or whatever it may be, or the measurements aren't going down every week. That's completely normal. But you have to ask, have you had more meals out? Are you on your cycle? Are you at a certain stage of your cycle? Are you tracking properly? Are you taking the measurements correctly? Are you being honest and reporting in with whoever you're working with? Are you being consistent? Are your weekends derailing you? Like there's all these massive factors and people will start using, oh, it's metabolism is broken. It's not broken. Your metabolism isn't broken. I would be surprised if the approach that you're taking isn't broken. And that's going to sound blunt and, and harsh, but generally the approach that most people take is is backwards. People think that they can diet their, out of, diet their way out of a shit mindset around things. And that's when it comes back to the perfect time versus a better time. You need to frame your expectations around things you need to look at well what am i content with someone may be in a better position to lose two pounds of weight loss a week some people may be better off at losing half a pound of weight loss a week and there'll be times where you can push times you can ease off but what we what i focus on mainly with my clients is the more of a well are you hitting your training are you hitting your steps are you going to bed better? Are you managing your stress? If those three or four things are managed a lot better, I guarantee success. I'd be surprised. There'll be obviously the odd week where things need to be tweaked with portion control. Portion control is generally the, the, the problem for a lot of, an awful lot of people. And then restriction. So into the fourth kind of element of kind of the, the, the weight loss strategies is stop restricting. If you look at every other time that you have restricted any of your favorite foods. Oh, I've been good today. No, no, you haven't been good today. You're just doing the same thing that you have always done, which is taking your favorite food out and expecting to be able to rely on willpower. That's like me being able to rely on a banana to grow back my hair. Not going to happen. Not going to work. Weight loss isn't about willpower. Weight, weight loss isn't about being weak. Weight loss and successful weight loss is being more process orientated. It is about being able to manage those highs and lows a little bit more and being able to have the tools of our let's go into maintenance. About being in tune with how you're actually feeling. None of this is actually sold to you because it's not sexy. So if we keep restricting things that you enjoy, you're going to end up falling flat in your face. Oh, I'm going to start on Monday. No, you won't. You'll be gone by Wednesday because you keep doing the same thing. Like weight loss is tough. I'm not going to say it's not. But we as humans make it an awful lot more difficult than it needs to be. Do you need to be hungry to do weight loss? There's two sides to it. If you're, if you're, if you're aware of what foods fill you a little bit more and you're adding more veggies and more protein than the ones that keep you fuller, well then, realistically, if your calories are at a pretty decent level, you shouldn't be hungry. If it's kind of going to follow shoot prep level, well then you're probably going to be hungry and I've been at that level. So stop restricting your foods, basically is what I'm trying to say. You're making it more difficult for yourself. 
you're better off having something you enjoy every day rather than having nothing for four days and having everything for the next four days. That's essentially what's happening for people. If you deprive yourself, our normal human response is if you tell a human that they can't have something, they're going to want to have it. Think of the big red button. If you're told not to press the big red button, what are you going to do? You're going to press the big red button. Exact same thing. But people will be like, well, there's a fear I'm going to lose control. Unless you have an eating disorder, you have control. At the minute of control, the food has you. But I can't have the food in the house. You can. You can have the food in the house. But what's happening is you don't go near it for four days and then you have it all in one day. But why not having something every each day? You're a much nicer, happier. I always ask my clients and their their partners. And yes, I always I sometimes talk to the clients' partners about how they're doing and all that kind of stuff because it's important to have that relationship. Um, and it's important to say, are they a much nicer person with carbs and chocolate in their life? And they'll be like, yeah. It's like, okay, so it's impacting on other people as well. Your weight loss and how you feel about yourself impacts your kids. It impacts your family. It impacts you in many different ways. But if it's putting suffering onto other people, you need to look at what you're, the approach that you're taking. The fifth thing that I'm going to talk about is get active and stay active. While you can lose weight without exercise, would I advise it? No. Regular physical activity can have a massive impact on your mental health. If you're in a good headspace, you'll be more than likely to be motivated. It can help your cardiovascular system. It can help your mood. It can help strengthen. It can help blood pressure. It can help libido. It can help confidence. It can help kind of meet new people. We don't burn as many calories as we think through exercise. We really don't. And if you listen to Monday's episode coming up, I the the big reveal of how many how many calories you actually burn is the in that. But if you think of the total calories you burn on a daily basis, like say a chocolate bar, only five percent of that is through exercise. The rest of it's from the likes of movement digestion loads of different things but most people think it's like well i have to burn more calories like no no you don't need to burn more calories you need to look at well why is exercise the only way you see as burning calories and why is exercise a way of burning calories when it's not a huge amount of play it's more about your rest your sleep your stress management your emotional regulation that side of stuff exercise shouldn't be therapy exercise shouldn't be abused I'm all about activity. The biggest thing that helped me during the lockdowns was the walking. I didn't really train with weights that much. And I'm only getting back into it now after being sick for the beginning of 2022. But you need to look at, like, right, exercise makes you feel better. And anything that makes you feel better is pretty positive outcome. Unless it's drugs and alcohol. But that's personal choice. The last one is in relation to the sixth one is changing your perspective. Like it's not enough to eat wholesome nutritious foods and exercise only for a few weeks or months if you want actual long term successful weight management. 
they and without saying like a generic fool but they need to become a kind of some sort of way of life and there'll be times we have to push it more there'll be times you have to ease it off you need to look at your eating patterns you need to look at your stress patterns your management tools your emotional regulation if you can assess and kind of say well what's what's my big, biggest difficulties and assess your personal challenges to weight loss you can work out a strategy with someone or working with a coach on that side of things changing your habits gradually your attitudes your relationship with food and look at the other times you've potentially sabotaged your previous methods have you sabotaged or were you fully aware of what you're doing i think people latch on to i'm self-sabotaging a little bit too quickly look at what challenges are coming up and when do you need to kind of ease off if you eased off for three weeks or a month or whatever it may be when you have that busier time and then after that you had the tools to put the foot in the gas when after that month and you were successful whatever success looks like for you isn't that a whole lot better plan for how you deal with those busier times most people don't have a plan most people wing it and they expect to get the results people i i talk to clients like well have you got any exercise booked in have you got your you time booked in and they're like no it's like well when are you expecting to do it and they're like oh when i feel like it yeah but see what the issue is and i'm not saying you have to have all your sessions booked but it does help like if i look at my phone my phone will go off half an hour before i'm training it's like right go get my shoes on it takes the thinking out of it, it takes that mood of like motivation to go and do the session You, you probably will have the occasional setback with injury or whatever it may be. But instead of actually properly giving up or have, after suffering a setback, which a lot of people do, what can you focus on? So you may not be able to move. So say if you've got a back injury, what can you actually focus on? You can focus on your sleep. You can get your nutrition to a point. If you've got a knee injury or a leg injury, what can you do? You can potentially work on upper body. You can manage your food, your sleep, your stress. It's not about sticking to something 100%. It's about sticking to something more than you're probably doing right now. So the six things that I've spoken about are six strategies for weight loss. Are Make sure you're ready. Finding your why or your inner motivation. Setting realistic goals. Not restricting get active stay active and then changing your perspective so guys if you've enjoyed this episode at all please do tag me up on your story if you have any questions or if you want to work with me on a one-to-one basis and i'll open up another group in a little while so keep an eye out on that some epic epic guests coming up in the next little while like i'm super excited for these like very very excited like i'm so lucky with the, the guests that are coming on that's because you guys have created the podcast for what it is right now i talk i press record at the, at the amazing opportunity to talk to these people but you guys have, have kind of created and made it what it is so thank you for that if you guys have enjoyed this episode at all please do tag it up on your story please leave a review please subscribe to the podcast guys thank you so much for listening hope this episode has helped